If you're enjoying this episode, check out Fearless Fridays with Marianne, the podcast to help you transform past pain into present power so that you can heal your inner child and reshape your future. I am your host, Marianne Rivera-Dannert in Rochester, New York. My mission is to see women worldwide live a free, fearless, and fabulous life. Subscribe to Fearless Fridays with Marianne on the JazzCast Pros Network, available right here on your favorite podcast player. And remember, you are a priority and you matter. JazzCast Pros Am I a good father? Am I a good man? Most of us can get into the arguments and debate whether or not what I think is good versus what is actually good. That's up to the individual. Because what's good for me is not good for you. So how do we define this? What do we do to define a good father? Welcome. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Father Torch, the podcast to help you, the new and renewed fathers, cope with the anxiety and stress of fatherhood so you can be the dad you wish you had. I'm your host, Ra, founder and CEO of Abimelech Foundation and artist and a father of nine. My mission is to help you reclaim your power and ease your concerns about being a father in today's social climate. Today's episode, are you a good father? Are you a bad father? A lot of times we get into this discussion, good father, bad father, not for nothing. This is just my definition, of course. You're a bad father if you did nothing to correct it or learn from it, from whatever the mistakes may be. Now, it doesn't speak to every issue, every scenario, because some things are despicable, disgraceful, and just damn right out of order. However, good father, bad father should not be determined based on one's shortcoming. We have a lot of fathers out here who are doing their thing. Enough respect to you. I salute to you, my brothers. You're out here. You're doing your thing. We have a lot of fathers out here who have made mistakes, some grave, some not, but they made mistakes. And unlike others, they are not allowed to redeem themselves or even make amends. So the question I ask, when are you a good father? How do one define a good father? Is it the clothes he wears? Is it the style? Is it the way he speaks? Is it the swag? Is it the finance? Is it the, you know, what he can provide? What others say about him? Is it his family? Is it his worldly possession? Is it his, his relationship with God? Right? I mean, what defines a good father? And I know many of us have many good answers. You know, some have superficial answers, right? What is the definition or characteristic of, you know, meaning of a good dad, a good father? Nonetheless, it's a question that you must ask yourself. Good father is defined by not simply only by his actions or his personal wealth, his family structure or tradition, but his relationship with himself, his creator, and his environment, his surroundings, what he chooses to build, what he, how he learns, what he learned, and the lesson learned. Good father is someone who is always willing and able to be taught, willing to learn, admit submission. Now, now submission in a way that willing to accept wrongdoing, his wrongdoing, that he may help correct or be corrected to do better the next time around. That doesn't mean his pride must be tested and the ego must be stomped and his manhood must be tested. That doesn't define whether he's a good father or not. All the things I named before about characteristics, his wealth and protection and all these wonderful things, they themselves can be representative of 
superficial or artificial things. Because to be a good father, you have to be a good man. To be a good man, you must have these principles, right? You must be able to grow, right? You must you must have reason and understanding. You must know how to humble yourself and when destroy, when not destroy. You must be able to provide, protect, love, right? You must be able to be a good man and learn more on how to be a better man. That's how you know you are a good father. Are you a reasonable man? Are you a teachable man? Are you a loving man? Are you a God-fearing man? All those are broad answers just to let you know. But to get down deep, it's something that you have to ask yourself. Me personally, to find a good father does not determine on my biases or my personal biases. The way of the world, the standards of the world does not make a good father. However, they are principles and they are facts. Like I said before, be able to protect, love, reason, be patient, humble, and also be able to learn, be able to listen, be able to actually observe, be aware, conscious of your self-conscious, to be and to have a relationship with the creator, the God in you, that you can see how to set order, how to be of order, and not introduce or live in chaos. Nowadays, most men involved with women who already have children by others. And as I overheard not too long ago, we have to understand that as men, we don't truly understand that most of the women or most women that we are engaged with and dealt with carry 100% of the past relationships. Whether they did wrong or not, they carry 100%. Meaning that when you enter their realm and you come with your order and principle, your love and guidance and protection, that you understand that she still have dealings, baggage that she must unpack. And although it's not your bag, it would be good if you can help unpack, if you can. And if you can't, and because there's certain boundaries or certain you know triggers, be able to have enough strength to be patient and overstanding for her and for yourself while keeping your boundaries to set order. Then on top of that, you have a lot of women who have sons and the man them in their life is not there. And they gave the sons who don't have these abilities yet as manhood, man of the house. You must know how to set the laws and rules, how to communicate that bridge. Because again, no matter how much of a king man you be, he is the man of the house according to who? His queen, his mother, the one that you have chosen as your empress of your life. So you must be so secure in your relationship with yourself and the most high that you must be able to understand how to overcome, how to teach, how to have teachable moments, how to set boundaries, how to be patient even, even know when, when is your limit. Because for the longest time, mom, queen, empress, life giver has given this 13, 12, whatever age, younger than manhood, the authority to be the man of the house. And here you come as a true king, man. As a true king, you must know how to give respect to get respect while setting the order and knowing to set the place to who and what play what role. It's not easy. Let me tell you now, let me just erase the fact and the misthinking and the, you know, the myth. It is not an easy process. Again, 100% of the last relationship or any relationship. And on top of that, 
that evil word of independence without support. So, good man, good father, I say, of male figure. You must already have the relationship within, built, concept of what it is you're trying to build with this queen. Already figure it out. Because a lot of times, most of us, we don't see the storm because we are too busy not understanding that we are in the eye of the storm. Where it is calm, everything sweet, oh my goodness, the butterflies are flying. But not understanding, or not overstanding, that we are kiting the hurricane in the eye of the storm. And if you cannot weather that storm with her, man, you have created another baggage of trauma, pain, and regret. And you will feel the fury, excuse me, of her wrath and the local king, Lord. The local Lord, the, the young man, because you wasn't patient. You didn't have no order, you didn't have a plan. All you saw was a trim and the pleasure of what you want. You was not prepared. You went in there strictly for the pleasure and the glamity of what you saw, but did you understand the work you had to put in? So what makes a good man a good father? That he's willing to weather the storm, set boundaries, have order within him that he can present and delegate, respect her boundaries and her power while still helping and guiding her. Not taking away her power, but help her with her power. Help her sometimes decipher friend from foe, but set boundaries. A good man, a good father, first is patient and always listening, actively listening. A good father is aware of the certain dangers and disorders that set before him before him, and always willing to learn. A good man and a good father is a loving man. That does not mean weak, walk over, step over, passive, aggressive, abusive. A good father, a good man is assertive. Firm, but warm, gentle, abrasive. Embrace the good, correct the wrong, clothe the naked, and feed the hungry. And when I say it that way, in that motion, in that, that kind of sense, I mean simply to be willing to do what it takes to have order, to have family, to build relationship, long-lasting, not instant gratification. That is the definition or the sensibility or the principles of Good father, good man, male figure. We often stay into that loop because we often always hear what what's the definition and and I think and, and what a good man should be. No woman, no woman can tell a man that he's not a good man or father. No more that she can tell her she's a bad woman and mother. Because my personal biases, my personal wants and desires does not define the individual. You both should come in with a clear conscience and communication and overstand of each other that when you come as union, this is what it comes with. This is what it is that we may build upon this on a solid ground and not quicksand. So before you can call him a bad man or a bad father, check yourself. Make sure your priorities and compassion for the individual is right. Yes, you may have baggages and yes, you may you may have some luggage. I mean... <laughs> Baggage, luggage, whatever you want to call it. Duffel bag, scandal bag, whatever you want to call it. You may have it, but give him the due respect as he must give you the due respect of communication, love and understanding and truth. Truth and build the relationship from the start. But those of you who love to go and hump and jump and jump quickly, understand this. One night of passion, years of headache. 
And I say that only to say that if all you're looking is for the pleasure of things, you will never be satisfied and understand. Just like the woman who carries 100% of that relationship from the past, you carry the burdens and ties and the things that bind you of the past. Because all you did is cut and run, cut and run, cut and run. So when you do find your good one, Lord have mercy on her. Lord have mercy on her that she can bear your demons that which you have created. And they do come up and they do catch up. Especially if you're so easily pleased. Good man, good father. Watch these things. Hey, if you're enjoying this episode, check out the Healthy Illness Podcast with me, Kelly Marie, as we build healthy relationships while living with mental health conditions. I'm diagnosed and live with borderline personality disorder, major depression, and generalized anxiety. And Despite those diagnoses, I've been able to live a full life. I have healthy relationships, a great career, and my mission is to help you do the same. So join me for Healthy Illness Podcast. New episodes every Monday on the Jazzcast Pros Network found on the podcast player you're listening to right now. Be the light. Bad father. What does that mean? Bad father. Now, most of us can say a bad father is the one who doesn't provide, who's abusive, full of trauma, full of hate, you name it. Now, they are despicable fathers. You know, the molesters, the beaters, the, the you know, the killers, and whoever, whatever titles they want to give them, emotionally disturbed, mentally disturbed, whatever. But we're not in that realm. We're talking about the everyday. We're talking about us, right? Men, us. We're not talking about the disturbed or individual disturbed. Bad father, in my, in, again, this is just my opinion. Bad fathers are the ones who do not want to learn or have not learned their lesson and continue to do the same thing and expect different results. Who wants everything and didn't learn one thing? Now, don't get me wrong. You have some fathers who are considered bad because they work too much. You have some fathers who don't work at all. And they consider bad. You have some fathers who, who all they want to do is love and spend time with their children. And they consider bad because they can't provide. So again, the meaning Bad father. A bad father is one who does not willing is not willing to try, who is unable to distinguish himself as an example, a leader, as head of household, who cannot see his responsibility for what it is. A bad father who is unwilling to correct what is wrong, to make the necessary necessary, excuse me, sacrifice to correct what is wrong, meaning if your environment is hazardous, to try your best to correct or clear that environment. If your children are hungry, do what it needs to do so they're not hungry. And, I didn't, and I'm talking about just food. I'm talking about development. I'm talking about growth. I'm talking about exercise. I'm talking about the instillness of fulfillment, loving, pouring in to, do your, to your young ones, as well as your queen or your lover. Pouring into them that they feel that they feel you, your presence, your protection, your love. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings, regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer, and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. 
to me, a bad father is not the one that's on child support. The one that's working two jobs and can't afford to pay the one child support. The one that's walking instead of driving a BMW. That's not a bad father to me. A bad father to me is the one who lacks the will to do better. Who lacks the will to want to do better. Who cannot see that his importance, his presence, his role in his life, in himself, is just as important and valid. That's a bad father to me. Who's unable to apologize. Who's unable to see his wrong. Who's unable to see his right. Unable to see his power and recognize his ability to be the authority, the figure, and the head of righteousness in his home. The seeker to do and to be the balance. The last sayer, to me, who is unable to do such thing, is a bad father. Now, I can easily say that that can be my bias. But again, this is just my suggestion. To my brothers and fathers out there, I want you to hear me clearly. Good father, bad father, you are still a father. You still have a chance and have the ability to be the best, the best of the best father that you wish you had. And even for those who didn't have issues, you know, so to speak, issues with their father, it doesn't mean you must not strive to be better or strive to be even greater. The goal is to have such liberty, meaning to put your child above you, that everything you do is for your child to have that step to reach above you. Now, these lessons and these kind of thinking don't come easy. It is something that has to be taught. It is something that has to be ingrained when you're younger. You grow with these things. But however, not all of us have that opportunity or that blessing. However, we all have opportunity to learn. We all have opportunity to want to do better. Not just bust a nut and go. Not just simply be there just because it's a style. Not show up for the photo op and style on, on social media. Not just be a per diem. Or even just not be there at all. A good father does not have those opportunities. A bad father has plenty of opportunities to make right of these things. Unfortunately, I say the title, bad father. You can do all this, and you can do anything you want to correct this, but not as long as the time you have you think to do it. Time does not wait for us, and, and we cannot predict future. We're supposed to learn from our past, be enough in our present that we can forecast our future. When you are a father, let me tell you how much of the future you can see. And, and please leave a comment if you think I'm wrong and give me time to defend this statement. This is how I know fathers can see into their future. Your future as a father is your child. What you put in them, what you instill in them, what you develop with them and strengthen in them is the future. And if you don't have that insight, the value relationship with you and the creator to have enough to do this for yours and then some that you have not learned from your past and you have no future. No matter how much you gain, no matter how much you strive and how much you deny, you have no future, no legacy. You have nothing in your air. You have no authority. However, let us just say you do all that's good and all that is right as a father. You do everything. This is for the fathers who don't live with their child, who who's unable, you know, to reconcile him and the queen's indifferences, right? You do for your child. 
you do the best you can do for your child, but no matter what you teach, when you go home, it gets unraveled, right? You just speak truth here, right? But then you have the child who grows up into this dysfunctional thinking and treats you, right? Treats you like an asshole, right? I'm dad as long as I can provide what you mean and what you want. I'm just your father when it comes to discipline. I don't, I, fathers don't get the respect, right? They don't get the respect, especially those who try. Imagine this scenario. Imagine this. I provide phone for you, shoes. I do what I can do as soon as you you call me. You I, you call me, I need this dad, dad. I, I, I got this going on. Mom told me to call you. Dad, I this, dad, I that. And the minute you open your mouth and say, boy, you know, right now I, I just can't do it, man. The amount of disrespect you get, the kissing teeth and the, oh, man. And then the, then there's the echo, right? This is the echo that comes in. Mom was right. You ain't shit. Mom was right. The guilt. They throw it right in and just cut you right in your belly. Does that mean you're a bad father? Because you couldn't do what was asked of you that has nothing to do with your fathering? Is it right that I, you're constantly being guilted, measured by others, compared, right? Compared and belittled, demasculated. Cut your damn balls off because you couldn't get that Jordan. You didn't buy that football helmet with the, with the cleats. You didn't get the Christmas. You didn't get that PS5. You didn't do it. You didn't do it immediately because you have bills. You have a life too. You may even have a family, new family. You have obligations just like anyone else. And the minute you cannot spend squivelously and, and, and just carelessly, you are a problem. You are not dad anymore. You're just a father to someone who, who you know, who my mom had and, and, and you couldn't measure up. See the disrespect? But somehow, you're considered the bad one. Start comparing you to uncles, friends, mom's friends, you know, your friends, <laughs> even your own family. So now your stature and ranks as a father and your fathering becomes disrespected and challenged. I see this more and more every day. You're not dad unless you can cough up and step up when instant gratification calls. But nonetheless, when shit hit the fan, and, and, and reality is that you need help. Oh, they, know, they can call you, but they still don't give you the satisfaction. But somehow, in some way, even in society and in this world, and there's double standards, you're the bad father. That's the craziest shit ever. You're the bad father. You could be paying child support, like house payments, car notes. I mean, you're paying a grip. And because you didn't get that Christmas present, because you just can't afford it, because it's, there's so much taken out of you, you're a bad father. You work too much. You have a family. You have obligations. You're a bad father because you're putting someone else before me. And even though you know to your heart what you asked for, you don't need. And no matter how much I try to do good by you, show you and guide you the right way so you don't fall into the same trap, even make mistakes that I have made, but not, not to say that you are a mistake, but not to fall for the same thing, it gets misconstrued, miscommunicated, and now you're miserable and hurt. Some of us fall for it, some of us go for it, and we end up hurt, broken, distraught, bitter, angry. So just be careful of our definition about bad father. Because no such thing when you put it to certain contents. Again, you are a bad father if you're not willing and able to learn your lesson, to actively listen, and unable, unable now, Unable to learn from your past 
to benefit in your present that your future can be brighter. So my sense is that a good father, bad father, is still a father. He's still a father. Work on you. Build with you because they will return to you. And when they return to you, you must be able to handle what they come up with. Because again, youths these days and nowadays are not easy. They are hardened and hard-headed. The biggest trend that I see now with fathers and fatherhood is that they got such a fight to, to try to be in the children's life and they get such a fight. Some of it's five years, some of it's 10 years, some of it's 15 years. And then all of a sudden, mom calls you and says, your kids are at your doorstep and they go about their business. They're gone. You're not on the birth certificate. You don't have no papers. You don't have anything. But yet you yet you don't have a relationship on top of that with the, with the children that you do have, if they're yours. That's another thing. But yeah, now you're stuck. You was living a somewhat pre-deemed dad. You dad by title, but never in physical. And you left here with no authority, no parenting whatsoever. You can't get him to school. You can't get a shot. You got to go to court. You go to court. They prolong it. They got to get this. They got to do that. They got to look for whoever, mother. And you're stuck here trying to, you got to fit in 15 years of relationship in an hour. 15 years of relationship, neglect. Anger, bitterness, sorrow. And you somehow got to fit this in 15 minutes within an hour. And somehow you're supposed to assert your dominance, your authority, your love, your fathering in that moment. Now, mind you, you spent years being neglected of this. Whether you did it or she did it. Nonetheless, here it is. Now you left. You did nothing. And I mean nothing to prepare the fact that this might happen. That somehow the child did not be returned to you. Think about that. There's a possibility that, that you know, the fighting and everything you've done, the child will become bitter towards you. But you did nothing to prepare for this. Your name is not on the birth certificate, right? There's no extra change set aside, right? You might be living in a one-bedroom apartment. For whatever the reason, no judgment. You might be living in a house by yourself or with your mother, whoever, whatever it may be, your wife. The thing is, you did not prepare yourself for the coming of what may or may not happen. And you did not pour into yourself enough to have that relationship with yourself to know what is your boundaries and what is this you got to deal with. Now, don't get me wrong. You can't prepare for everything or anything. If you're together and you separate, that's one thing. If it was a one-night stand, again, you didn't prepare. If it was something that happened and it was an oops, you know, you know, those oops, those oops maybe. Or you simply just didn't get along, but, you know, somehow, some way, you'll find, you found the time to be high and drunk enough to... Have this issue that you have a whole life to deal with, right? Remember what I said last time: one night of passion, years of headache. There was no there was no preparation, no judgment. Okay, so it's there. It happened. So what are we gonna do about it? What are we gonna do about it, fathers? We can complain to the system. We can say all we want to say. What are we gonna do about it? And then what's worse, especially nowadays, with the overdose and the drugs and the, the, the withdrawals. I mean. <laughs> The, the mental health, I mean, all these factors that you did not prepare for. Again, no judgment. All I'm saying is, what are we going to do about this? Because, you know, in one hand is abandonment. In another hand, did you prepare for this? Did you see this coming? Even think about these things. We must be better in our insight of things. Now, in one hand, it's like, I'm glad that I at least have my child, Right. But on the other hand, did I prepare for the inevitable that may or may not happen? Because whether there was high withdrawing, have issues or mental issues, whatever the case may be, did I prepare for the moment that I would see my child? Did I prepare myself that 
I didn't have a relationship all this time. How would I deal with it? You know, because I may have my own traumas. You know, I may, I may have issues. I may have been the problem. Father, we must admit this. But I may have been the problem. And they say I got my life together, but she was going to hell with the child. And she couldn't take it no more. She just dropped him off and just pretty much like, peace, your turn. Again, it's not right. And I'm not casting any judgment. But this is a reality which we are dealing with, especially nowadays in the training of things. So what are you prepared for, darlings? What are you prepared for, my dads, my fathers, my male figures? What are you prepared for? Are you prepared for the glamity and the hype of being a father? Or are you prepared for the up and down and the eye of the storm? Do you have that relationship with yourself, the most high, the creator? Are you prepared mentally, financially? If not, not that it's never too late, but again, it's better to be prepared than to get prepared. So how are we going to handle this? Now, mind you, key word I keep telling you, how are we? We, because understand this. As a father, you never raise a child by yourself. It's always a village. At least it used to be. Let me not say used to. Let me, let me correct that. We still have villages, but they need updating. They need updating. Fathers must get to get with other fathers. Fathers must have grandfathers, and grandfathers must have great-grandfathers. You get what I'm saying? But because we, we, we've fallen short on this, especially our black men, our brown men, we are falling short in the elders' department, heavily neglected and heavily diminishing. There's no more face-to-face or even group of wisdom being passed, teachings, guidance. There's no more love, and we really... We really, really are lost with this. But don't lose hope. I build my foundation for you guys. Father Torch, this is what we do. This is what we practice. To show support. To be the advocate. To be that right-hand man. To show the love what is necessary. And to be the necessary support. I love you, brothers. I'm going to say I, Ra, love my fathers and my brothers. And together, we can help support through this transition and this new wave a new generation of how parenting is. We can upgrade our fathering skills, our abilities, our development, and the self-improvement as well. Leave a comment. Subscribe if you haven't. And thank you for coming and listening. Thank you for the support. And I truly thank the fathers, the mothers, even the young fathers for listening. You could be anywhere, anywhere in this in, in this world doing God knows what, positive or negative, but you're here listening to me. And I truly appreciate you. Let's make 23 the year of reconcile, the year of forgiveness, the year of just doing right. Blessed my people. Check me out again next Sunday, fathertorch.com. And the most high, Jarastafari. Blessed Father Torch out. <laughs>